Talk. I'm Yveka Rangupai in for Rele Bukhile Mabota on this Wednesday afternoon, the 28th of June. Can you believe that's where we are already? Unbelievable. Feels like the year started and here we are already, the middle of the year, smack bang in it. Well, very interesting when I heard uh, this masterclass. Uh, I was very, very interesting to note that there is an international body piercing day, which is the 28th of June. And that is what we are going to be talking about in our masterclass today because, I mean, look, I was, I'm a rebel. I'm a, I'm a middle child. I'm a Scorpio. So I'm everything that my happy parents' nightmare is what I am. So what I did when I was, I think it was 19 or 20, which is about 28 years ago now, I just decided I was in Durban and uh, my friends and I decided, okay, we are going to go after matric now and we're getting our belly buttons pierced. So two of us did it, the one chickened out. <laughs> so I'm going to get her though, my best friend, I'm going to get her to go and do it still. We did it and, and, and it was the best thing. So I went home and I, and I you know, un- understand this is a, an, an Indian family you're talking about. Uh, both my parents were teachers, my dad being very strict and all I did was went home, lifted up my t-shirt and said, Dad, look what I did. And he was like, mm. that's all I got was a, mm. it was just like a grumpy little, well, what do, well, either it was like, I'm not surprised or what can I do about it now? I don't know what that mm, was for, but that's all he said. And he picked up his paper, newspaper again, and he carried on reading. So, and the thing about this uh, piercing was that um, I since got married, I had two children. And when I had my, before I even knew I was pregnant with my daughter uh, back in 2008, my body started to feel funny. This piercing started to feel uncomfortable. It started to feel, and I wasn't even expanding at the time. The belly wasn't even expanding at the time. And it started to feel uncomfortable. And I felt like I just needed to get this thing out. And eventually I did take it out. And eventually when I did do a pregnancy test, found out I was pregnant. And like I said, the tummy hadn't even started to grow. But I believe that my body was already rejecting something that was foreign that wasn't going to be there especially in that region I suppose where you know you are going to be carrying a child and then last year said child which is my eldest came to me and said mom let's see if your belly button is if the holes are still open she said let me just put a a very thin earring through it and she put a little just a normal earring through it and there you go the belly button ring the, the the holes hadn't closed after 13 years the hole hadn't closed and I mean, that was it. And she bought me a new belly button ring for Mother's Day. She says, I think this is what you must do. Put this back in. And I've been wearing it ever since. So we are celebrating, I believe. And I had a nose piercing done since then, which um, started to feel a bit, a bit uncomfortable. I tried to put it back on for the show today just to say, well, I'm celebrating. It wouldn't go in. But we're going to get some great advice and some great background to what the fascination is around body piercing. We're chatting to Conrad Feldman. He's the master piercer and owner of Beyond Body Modification. If you have any questions for him, you call us us on 011-883-0702 if you have thoughts on piercings if you hate them if you love them if you love to hate them call us let us know or whatsapp us or send us a voice note 072-702-1702 or sms us briefly on 31702 Masterclass. conrad welcome thank you for having me and i mean nicely pierced from what i can see You've got uh, uh, ones I can see. I'm I've sure there are many more that I can't see. <laughs> You've taken a few well, out of I've your lost, face. I've lost a few and I just haven't put them back. What, did they just fall off? Yeah, I, I don't even know where this one went. <laughs> okay, all right. So it is International Body Piercing Day. I didn't know that we had such a day that recognizes this practice of body piercing and modification. 
is that being politically correct, body modification. It also promotes the education and awareness about the culture and safety standards. Yes, a lot of people don't understand the culture around this. We think this is just people wanting to be rebellious teenagers like <laughs> I was. But there's there's so much. And, and funny enough, we were talking about spirituality earlier and spirit guides. I don't know if you caught that. And and so much goes back to the practice of body piercing. If you go back to you know the Amazon, Asia, Africa, uh, Polynesia, all of that, the, 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 there's a history behind all of this and and you're going to be our teacher today you're teaching us the master class on all of this so so let's talk about it what is your personal belief let's talk about you and why you got into body piercing first of all so um when i when i first um started getting piercings which was, was when jeez oh, i think my mom let me pierce my my ears when i was 10 Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, and um, I wanted both both ears pierced, and at that time there was still this stigma about which side was, you know, for homosexuals, which side was, you yes, know. Yes, of course there was that. Yes, yes. And um, and I was I was like, I was basically just totally um, in love with the look, you know, to to have earrings. I yeah. Mean, I, like you say, my, yeah. my dad used to watch a lot of. Um, Eastern mosaic oh, okay. type thing, yeah. and you know the Indians always had the the jewelry, and I used to watch a lot of um, National Geographic, yeah, um, sort of programs, and there were always these tribes with these lip plates and stretched yes. lobes, and I was just I was drawn to it. I was drawn to scarification, all of this stuff. You know, I I, I didn't know why, yeah, and I kind of just let it go for a while. I mean, as I grew grew older I got more piercings you know I also did the the um, the scallum uh, navel ring like it's done now yeah what do you yeah. <laughs> it's um, there. it was actually my one of my cousins that that outed me I was in the pool and uh, uh -huh. I was 15 and she saw it and she pointed it and my dad was standing in the doorway yeah and he looked at me and I was like <laughs> but I mean was that a surprise considering you got your ears pierced at 10 um, so my dad, my dad was a was an interesting guy. He 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 didn't like us getting hurt, okay. And and he he didn't understand it, um, you know why a person would want to what he called mutilate their body at the time. Yes, yes. But as I as I grew older and you know I got more piercings and I started explaining things a little better to him why and everything. Yeah. He actually, in the end, became one of my biggest supporters. Does you your know? dad have a piercing now? Uh, my did, dad's my dad's um, passed away. Oh, uh, but uh, no, he did. Never you had, ever convince him to have a piercing? No, he never had any piercings. He was he was yeah. happy the way yeah. he was. You know, he always joked about this little dot tattoo he had on his hand because yeah. he, he stabbed himself with a with a pen or something, and he said that's that's enough. For well, him. I mean, that could have been the beginning. <laughs> I mean, you are his child, and look, that possibly was the beginning here, <laughs> and that's as far as yeah. you would go. Pain tolerance, so his pain threshold was probably much lower than yours. So let's go back to a little bit of, of the history, and you were talking about watching um, National Geographic and watching the different tribes, and I also remember, and you speak of the stigma, I mean, and I don't know how true it is, you know, sometimes aunties can be full of nonsense, right? And <laughs> saying like, okay, well, if you pierce your nose on this side, apparently it was only the sex workers in India who, yeah. who had the piercings, and I don't know, maybe... Each, I, I, each culture had its Maybe it was true. I don't know. You know that it was only those, and that's how you identified them. Apparently, there's different things 
for different sides in terms of sexuality or if you're feeling like you know you're a woman of a certain age or a man apparently sensuality comes out if you pierce yours on the left i pierce mine on the left okay i'm menopause is on the door i gotta do everything i can do people you know what i mean to get things flowing so i did mine on the left thinking and i did it and, and i researched it before i did it so let's go back to just different cultural beliefs and what you can tell us uh, about why why people do things like body piercing and modification well well firstly i believe body modification as a whole and when i say modification i mean anything you do to your body is body modification some things don't hurt like cutting your hair yes some things like clipping your nails they don't hurt mm. but piercings hurt mm. scarification hurts mm. implants hurt all kinds of you know, there's, it's, it's a very broad spectrum. Yeah, but in terms of the piercings. Of and, the piercings, and, yeah. I mean, I think it's been with us ever since humans have discovered sharp objects. Yeah. You know, I, I think you can see it in our, our genes. I mean, if you give a pen to a baby, the first thing they do is draw on their skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's something that, we, that has always been with the human race. I think... The oldest documented piercings are like 5,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think the more we discover about our past, the more we discover that it's always been with us. I think it's always been a way for us to communicate certain things about ourselves, yeah. like sexuality or, you know, yes. uh, even, even warriors used to get pierced and make themselves as fierce as possible yes. so that they would win the battles. Yeah. You know, so, so there were different. There were various reasons. There were, there everyone are, had different reasons. There, they can sometimes be group reasons, like yeah. a certain tribe, yes. clan, yes. or belief, like yes. you say, or it can be an individual expression yeah. of what you would like to communicate about yourself. Now, I've always been very curious, and I'm looking at you now, and I'm, what, what do you, do I call those earrings? So these are earplugs. Earplugs. Ear I mean, yeah. those are huge, right? And is that the size of your lobe now? Is yeah, that, is I, that I the, can remove it. Can please. I see it? And yes, okay. So, <laughs> and I've often wondered, and, and, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but why would someone want to do that? You could make a smaller hole and wear that earring, but why would you want your entire lobe to be the size of, well, what, what can I say, what used to they're, be the old, 40 the old, millimeters. 40 milli yeah, the, the old one rand coin or something, or what it used to be back in the, yeah, or bigger than a five rand coin, why? 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 Yeah. So everybody has their reasons. Yeah. Um, mine personally, um, I tend to the more spiritual side of what body modification can do for you. Um, and when I say spirituality, I don't mean religious spirituality. I mean more knowing oneself deeply. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I, when I started researching why certain tribes and clans and primitive um, sort of you know, groups would do the ear stretching. Yeah. The thing that stood out for me was, firstly, it teaches you patience, because if you go too fast, you would hurt yourself. Oh, is it a process? Yes, and okay. create um, like more scarring than you than you would want. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, it teaches you, like I say, control. You know, I have to fix many a earlobe because people go too fast. When you say go too fast, you mean you just keep adding the, the different sizes? The different size jewelry. Okay. It is okay. best performed by a body body piercing so artist. So you keep going back after so many weeks and say, okay, let's yeah. fit in the next plate. So, so the size. ideal amount of time to stretch would be one millimeter per month. Mm. Okay. 
But everybody's skin is different. Yeah. Some people's skin is more elastic. Some people yeah. may have chunky earlobes. <laughs> chunky you know. Earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And okay. um, yeah, some people have thinner earlobes. So yeah. we would suggest then go slower, you know, if you want to get to the size you want to get to. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's not even possible for you to get as big as mine are if you have thinner earlobes. Yeah. And that's why I say it's an inv- individual thing. You know, you you why I did it was I, I read a, one of the reasons why one of the clans in, in the, the Zulu nation mm. um, do it. And it's to open up their ears to their ancestors. Oh, that's interesting to hear the messages. That's, well, or what? It's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, assuming. It's, uh, not, not, not directly. Abel is laughing at me. It's I mean, more I'm, of a, <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's a, more of a display that you are open to hearing. Yes everything yes. around you the ancestors what people yes. say everything and and that's that that's the closest thing i can say why i have stretched my lobes is i'm trying to communicate to the world around me that firstly i'm a patient person yeah secondly i'm yeah i'm open i'm i'm you know at yeah. your service yeah so, have you felt a change in yourself have you felt that through, change? Through body if you talk about uh, in in terms of that's the reason you did this, like you say, there you know, the, yeah. in, in, in the Zulu culture, it was to open up your ears to your ancestors, to hear whatever messages you needed to hear around you. Have you felt? Have you felt that something ha- has happened for you after yes. doing this? Yes, I mean, yeah? it's it's like I say, it serves as a reminder to me okay. to always be humble, to always, you know. Um, realize that there are always more sides to a story okay you know that, mm. that t- mm. absolutely type of, okay. of, of thinking i want know? to chat more about this and um you know this is it's absolutely fascinating because we often think this is just for aesthetics but body piercing it is international body piercing day it is our master class on this wednesday afternoon and we are chatting to conrad feldman he's the master piercer and owner of beyond body modification if you have a question for him if you have thoughts you want to share 011-883-0702 whatsapp or voice note us on 072-702-1702-702-Master. It is 25 after 2 on this Wednesday afternoon. I'm Yveka Rangupa in for Rele Bokhile Mabocha. And in this masterclass, we are talking about body piercing. Did you know it is International Body Piercing Day? And there are various reasons uh, why why people do it. We are chatting to Conrad Feldman. He's master piercer and owner of Beyond Body Modification. Uh, and Conrad, what's the most common request you get for, for piercings? What do people want pierced most? Well, it's it goes in in waves like trends yeah basically um over the last three years i would say um a piercing called a death uh, oh oh okay what is, is that it's a cartilage piercing um sort of does it look like a spear like a mini spear <laughs> no oh okay um it's basically where your ear canal is but yeah. the cartilage above it ouch that must really and be sore yeah it's um oh it's tender yeah but um, the reason why we've had this trend is that um, there, there was a story that went out that um, this particular piercing um, helped people with migraines. Really? Yeah. And, and have you um, come, have people come back and said it helped? They have. Okay. Um, like I said, we've, there's never been a study on this. You yeah. Know, you can't, yeah. You can't, we don't even say that yeah. it will help you. Um, but people who suffer with migraines... Um, chronically have you know they're, they're willing to try anything okay and okay. um i can i can say we've probably done about 
5,000 of these piercings in the last three, wow. three years. Okay, so that And was... I would put it as about 80% that it's, people have said it's helped. it's helped. I don't know the acupuncture points. I don't know any yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But that's obviously the place that it, it's supposed to be, yeah. It could, it could also be a placebo effect. I mean, but do we really care if it's helping? If it's helping. If the pain has stopped. <laughs> and it right. looks great. And it looks great. Okay, well, we've got Prince on the line who has, uh, who's been holding on for a while. Hi there, Prince. Sorry to keep you waiting. No problem, ma'am. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Now, I believe you have a, you have a view on, on, on why people actually pierce. Tell us. <laughs> well... Uh, greetings to your guests, but let's not say it's the view of why, how, why people pierce, but it's just some mentality that I think I have. Is it um, your perception? Maybe, yeah. Yes, maybe a perception. Okay. Maybe it was um, embedded on my brain because of the movies we watch and uh, society. Yeah. So I've got this notion that whenever I meet someone who's got maybe an, a nose piercing, a tongue piercing, uh-huh. the first thing that comes to my mind is, this person is very naughty. <laughs> That's the first thing. Because even if you check on the movies, they always portray people with those piercings. They always give yes. them some kind of yes. role to play. So yes. I think, yeah, that's where it comes from. Okay, so, that is, yeah, it's, 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 it's I'm just... i to learn that maybe it's got some other meaning, but that's always they, yeah. that. And, and, you know, Prince, just listening to the history of all of this, and, if, and, and like we say, if we go back in time and, and what Conrad was talking about, you know, the various tribes that, that, that did this long before it became something that was fashionable or aesthetic or something that was just to be rebellious and to be yeah. naughty and all of that. So, you know, this, there, there, there's a lot more meaning behind it, where you pierce as well, what part of your body you're piercing as well can help. So, I mean, I think I did it to be just fancy and rebellious. I mean, this is the 90s we were talking about as well. So, you know, these things were available to us. But uh, and, and thanks for that, Prince. And, and, and thanks for sharing. And Conrad, you, you probably, you know, uh, might agree that often the perception is that people who do these things, who pierce. And if you see somebody is that they're searching, they're searching for something. Is that a common perception also that apart from it being rebellious or maybe somebody just wants to look nice or they sell it it's it can be done to celebrate something it can be yes. done to celebrate i don't know a birthday a divorce a marriage whatever exactly. the story is. some people feel liberated yes. but also that people are searching is this is that a common thing um i don't know if i can call it searching it's more especially it's, when there's it's, lots it's, of piercings i feel like it's it's not a search for for piercings, it's more of a search for change. Yeah, no, I mean within themselves, yeah. they 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 are searching for something. They they they're looking for something. They're trying to come to terms with something within themselves. Like some people call it midlife crises, um, you know. Any like some guys go and all of a sudden they're they're racing cars on the weekends, yeah. or they're building motorcycles, or you know, people people search in different ways for a way to feel at home in the in the. Mm their skin mm, mm. and okay. i think and i think it's just this is just one of the ways that people do that and express themselves yeah. and express that okay well we're coming up to uh news time headline 702 masterclass yes body piercing is what we're talking about with conrad feldman he's the master piercer and owner of beyond body and we've talked about the different okay we know the different types i think more or less yeah conrad i mean it's uh, the navel the tongue the eyebrow uh the nipples the lips uh, and then in, in the ear you're talking about various places on the ear that people do this there are various reasons they want to do it and then of course I wanted to particularly talk about this, not just because I'm, you know, that kind of person, but genital piercing. 
I know that, yes, the common understanding of that is that it brings extra pleasure for some people. It does this. But I just can't, I just can't imagine how you as the piercer do it. Do you like, you know... It's, it's the same as asking a doctor, you know, or a gynecologist, you know, it's, you kind of, you're a piercer, you're not a, you're not a, a gender at that moment in time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are hygiene wise, hygiene wise. I mean, you must have some horror stories. <laughs> I'm not going to okay. Let's there's always it some might be stories. lunchtime. Someone's eating their sandwich now. Okay, there's always some stories, yeah. but you know, if you are professional at what you do, you, you find a way around it and you, you get the job done. Um, the person has has probably given you a very high level of trust. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're coming at the the most prized possessions with yeah. a, with a needle. So it is, you know, it is imperative that you you get them into a calm state. Yeah. And, yes. And you know. So who comes to you more often for those, men or women? That also goes through some weird trends. Um, mm. You know, when when I started out, my mentor, Eddie, um, he was doing most genital piercings on gay men. Mm-hmm. And then it had a shift towards lesbians. And then it shifted again towards couples, like, that were coming in okay. and both getting it, yeah. you know. And, um, yeah, it's it's just, like, across the board now. It's, it's you know, I've pierced transgenders. I've pierced yeah. everything. I've pierced a... A young lady from Nigeria who was a victim of female genital mutilation. mutilation. Okay. And um, I, I actually asked her, you know, y- your anatomy is not at a at a point where the piercing will do anything um, mm, mm. stimulation-wise for mm, you. Mm. Why is it, um, you know, that you want it? And she said, I've I've just got such a bad sort of stigma about of all of this that. I, I just want something pretty down there to yeah. add a bit of positivity to the memories I have of this. I can understand and, that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, like I say, people come for yeah. all kinds of reasons. Has, there, has there been anything you've had to say no to that you have said yes. no? Like, have there been some weird, there's very many, weird there's, re- there requests? There are many things I've had to say no to. Tell us, um, tell us. In, in working in this industry, you will undoubtedly come across people with body dysmorphia disorder Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, these are people who will ask you to do things like remove pinkies and (gasps) the 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 craziest well i wouldn't say crazy but the the most outrageous request i had was a man who approached me uh, to put titanium balls that were probably about 500 grams each he wanted me to insert them into his scrotum Wow. Okay. He wow. still had his testicles. Yeah. So where were you going to find space for that? But I mean, in any case, it's it would be considered illegal for me to do something. Yes, like that's that, that's like surgery. That's so I said to him. For what reason? Know, he wanted extra weight there. The, the the preface behind that is that the scrotum moves towards the body when a man ejaculates. Right. Okay. Right. I wouldn't be okay. So wouldn't, by, yeah, okay. by holding them away from the body, you intensify that. <gasps> That, okay. That, that's okay. that sensation. Okay. Of of ejaculation, so you know, like I said, there's every every genital piercing has a specific thing yes. that they 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 do. Um, you do get people who just collect genital piercings because they just like having all of them. What do you mean they collect them? They do more than one. Oh yeah. No, Is there a place for more than one? Yeah. The BDSM community love getting um, 
labia piercings where they can then close <laughs> close up with locks and and use it as part of the their body play and, really? and all of that yeah and you sell that stuff i mean you obviously have to sell that kind oh, yeah, of jewelry i'm going to call it even including the locks do you get locks that small <laughs> sorry i know these are weird <laughs> questions but they're just popping into my head as we speak do you get locks Gen- that small? generally the the locks that you would use that would be a safe medical grade um metal are very expensive you know i yeah. don't even i don't even keep them in stock i mean we can source them for you yeah but most most people will just use your normal i'm <laughs> like what if you that. lose the keys like you know, what's gonna happen basically it would attach to the piercings but um you know that's that's up to those people you know what what yeah. what they experience yeah. um i've got no judgment whatsoever um you know i'm a facilitator i you come to me with this picture of what you want done yeah and myself as a professional would would uh, weigh up the 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 risks for you yes. to see if, yes. if this is a good thing and, and that's great to hear because yeah. i mean you know a lot of people go oh, okay this is extra money you're asking me to put you know metal balls and i mean i had a i had a young <laughs> young rugby player he was um I think he was destined to like play provincial rugby and everything and I mean he came in at the age of I think 17 with his mom yeah and he wanted surface piercings on his neck and I and I said to him like have you thought about this and he's like why I'm like you play rugby professionally you're he, going to play yeah. rugby professionally yeah, yeah. I'm like this piercing will get ripped out yeah you know and and so when people get piercings you have to think further than the way it looks you need yes. to think about what it is you do for a living. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of that, when I first started working at 702 here, this is back in 2000. When did I get here? 2002, I think it was. And in the newsroom, and I was in the newsroom at the time on the news desk, and we had a reporter who we couldn't figure out why when she did her voiceovers and things sounded a bit weird. And then suddenly realized one day she had a tongue piercing. Yeah. I mean, how would you be a journalist and how would you do voiceovers and how would you do things, you know, vo- do your things with a tongue piercing? Exactly. And I think uh, well, Katie Catapodis was in charge. And <laughs> yeah, we had, it was, it, it, and when we finally discovered that this particular reporter had a tongue piercing, we are like, how do you actually, did yeah. you think you were going to do this job? Well, we've got your fan club. Sending us a message here, Conrad, and it's a, a message to Conrad from, is, is it Zanaid and the team? Yeah. Everyone, everyone at Beyond Body Modification listening, supporting and celebrating International Piercing Day as proud Beyond Bodies. Then we've got some questions coming through here for you. With ear stretching, is there a piercing machine that can pierce your ear according to the millimeter you want to stretch and if not, why? So the idea with ear stretching is in order to go as big as possible um, for your for your lobe to go as possible we don't actually remove any tissue but okay. there is a quick fix as far as if you know exactly what size you want to be on and if the um, if your lobe can accommodate it mm. then what we do is a procedure called scalpeling which is to rather than using a needle we make a slit the size of the tunnel okay that, that, that we put in um, coincidentally, it um, it actually heals much faster that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Like you could you could heal a scalpel tunnel to maybe the size of ten millimeters within five weeks, whereas the stretching process, as I as I said, yeah. if you if you do it properly, 
is a millimeter a month. Okay. Yes, and you've got, like you say, it teaches you patience. Exactly. Okay. So but, but like I said, there are people who they just want the look. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, and that makes them happy. Makes yeah. you happy. Um, why, when other people pierce their ears, do they develop a large lump behind that pierced ear? Okay. okay. Well, we were babies in our so, case, so I don't know who gets a lump now. So yeah. you would have to go to a experienced body piercer to to uh, first check out what the lump is. The lump could be two things. It could be a keloid. Yes. It could be um, an abscess or, or, or something like that. And um, and it's and only really a piercer can figure it out for you. Um, those who have been trained yeah. trained well and are experienced and, and have seen this a lot and know how to remove abscesses abscesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um what would cause that? I mean, would that be because you did it? I mean, like you say, everybody's skin is different. Everybody reacts differently. Inf- infections, infections arise from people usually touching their piercings too much. Yeah. But it can also come from a trauma. So say your piercing is doing really well. It's healing nicely and everything. And then your auntie hugs you and it hooks, oh, okay. it hooks oh. on their jersey. Yeah, yeah. And it encounters a trauma and your piercing could be healed already. Mm. And there could be some bacteria present. The bacteria enters the wound and there you have a little infection. So, you know, there are very specific things that happen for different, um, how can I say, things that cause the lumps. Yeah. Like jewelry is very important that it's sized properly, that the position, the trajectory of the, of the piercing is done properly. Um, because if there are pressures, Anywhere yeah. on the on the tissue, your body will try and counteract that. And you must remember, your body's a very very primitive but amazing machine. A knowledgeable machine. It's it very. Knows. It's got its yeah. warning signs. Yes. Like when everything. mine was rejecting the belly yeah. ring before I even knew I was so pregnant. So you you won't yes. believe how common that is. And is the it? Does reason it happen often? Okay. When a woman is pregnant, the hormones make her this unstoppable machine. Yeah. And it wants to reject everything that could pose a threat to the baby. And, um, you know, I'm sure there are scientists and doctors who could go further into why that happens yes. and everything. Yeah. But, yeah. but I've seen it many a times. We usually, when we notice one of our clients are pregnant, you know, we usually make them aware of the fact that their bodies could react negatively to their piercings yeah. even if they are yeah. healed yeah. Um, and that even if they incur any any um, swelling in those areas yeah. and the jewelry is now too tight rather come to us we'll take it out yeah. you know go through your pregnancy have your baby when you're ready again come in We'll restretch the holes open. We don't have to re-pierce them if yeah. they're healed. So you're going to do that for my nose, yes? I'm yeah. coming there and we're going to, okay, so as long yeah. as I don't have to get it pierced again. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say there won't be any pain. Okay. Because the, the nose is a very sensitive organ. Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. let's talk do's and don'ts before we run out of time. Let's mm. talk hygiene and all of that, right? So let's go firstly with a lot of people don't use the gun anymore. Yes. In the old days, yes, you know, those of us got pierced when we were little, they didn't, they used, they did the gun. So why don't we use the gun? Why shouldn't we be using the gun? And well, why shouldn't you well, go to my, a place that uses the gun? My opinion is that yeah. um, President Ramaphosa should outlaw them because okay. they, they usually cannot be sterilized sufficiently. Okay. And they're usually used by 
by shops that are frequented by a lot of people, jewelry shops. So even the ears, you shouldn't be using the gun? Well, you're creating a wound. Okay, so a needle. And if, and if, and if the instrument cannot be sterile, you're putting that person at risk of being infected. So you should be piercing ears even with a needle? Anything. Anything. Okay, okay so rule number one, don't go to a place that uses a gun. Yeah, that's, okay. that's my professional opinion. Okay, and what, and what are the other do's and don'ts? Because sometimes people say, oh, God, it's just going to hurt. Let me just have like five tequilas before I go. And then, of course, you've got to think about thinning your blood and, and all of that. So, so tell us about what not to do if you're going to have a piercing. So alcohol does thin the blood. So you tend to bleed a little bit more mm. um, when you're getting pierced. But you know, unless you're a hemophiliac, you're not going to bleed to death. You okay. know, usually your body will, you know, yeah. Clotted up. Yeah. But the main concern with, with alcohol is that your judgment is is obscured. Okay, look, once you've made the decision, I'm not saying make the decision to pierce while when you're drinking. Once you've made the decision and you decide you're gonna go and you wanna lessen the pain. Yes. No alcohol, painkillers. No. Should you be you taking can, you some painkillers? You can take painkillers. Before um, you come. Yeah. They 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 I mean, I don't believe piercings are so if they're done by a professional, they're so quick that mm. you know it's it's over before you yeah. know it type yeah. of thing. your yeah. body's adrenaline levels shoot up and you know yeah. it's it's quite it, for me it's quite a rush what about numbing creams is that wise that do they work numbing creams don't really work mm. um it is better to 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 get something administered to you to numb it yeah but i mean it's the cost of that is is usually not Okay, and, and someone explained to me once that, yes, you, you'll numb sort of the skin on the top, but actually when it goes through, you're not numbing the actual, all the, so all the meat, let's so put it that way. So that's why numbing creams don't, they don't they, they'll work nicely. There are some good numbing creams that work for tattoos, I think. For tattoos, yeah. Um, but um, when it comes to, to body piercing and going deeper, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's... Just go through it. If just you decided go you're going to do this, just, go through just it. do this thing. But my staff are very good. I've trained them myself. They, yeah. They're very good at putting you at ease, making Is, sure you, you go through. Do you have like an age restriction that you won't pierce for, for, for uh, kids that's under a certain age? I mean, look, a lot of people take their babies, pierce their ears. That's fine. In terms of other piercings, yeah. do you have your, your, your set of rules there? So we've, we've you know, we've been, we've been trying to get legislation um, in this industry for as long as I've been in this industry. Mm. Um, we, the furthest we ever got was we got a government document saying um, that pe people could pierce from the age of 16 mm. um, with, without consent from their parents. Um, Obviously, we pierce certain kids with their parents there, yeah. piercing their ears, but we don't pierce below five years old lobes. We don't believe the child um, really knows what they want at that point. Okay, yeah. okay, in that way. Yeah, it needs to be a decision that that child takes. Yeah. You know, to get that. I never thought of it piercing. that way. I mean, a lot of us do it with our kids when but we're young because they said thing. they don't, it's not going to hurt as much. Yeah. They're so little, they're not going to know what's happening and it's done. And, and, you know, the sort of more more developed or mature the skin is, the more it's going to hurt. But that's, that's right. a very interesting point you make is, yeah. is to let your child decide for themselves your child, your whether they want earrings decide. or not. And, and you must remember one of the main reasons that, that these practices exist in tribes is a rite of passage. Mm. 
and it's there to show you how strong you are as a mm. person. Mm. And 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 this is why I'm very, um, I wouldn't say biased towards it, but I feel that that people who take that pain head on um, just learn how to deal with life better. Mm. And in this world where everything is just so fast, yeah, you know, there's so much anxiety in kids and everything that that I feel like maybe sometimes we should go back to certain tribal practices where. You know, the family are present yes. when the child is yes. getting the it's piercing. It's a ritual. It's, yes. a, it's a rite of passage. And I know in Hinduism, they are. Uh, like you say, your, your dad used to watch ZTV and there's a certain <laughs> group among, you know, that there's certain um, sects that within Hinduism that believe when a boy comes of a certain age, yeah. this is done on both ears and all of that. Well, this has been most fascinating, um, Conrad. And uh, I, I think, you know, it, it, it actually gives it uh, so much more essence now, I think. It's piercings is not just for, yes, there are those who want to do it because it's trendy. Yes, there are those for the aesthetics, but the history behind this, uh, the, the body functioning and then what it actually does and, and why people do certain things, I think we always need to think twice before we judge someone when we look at, at their face or we look at piercings and we see where they are done and thank you so much for your time and uh, and happy International Piercing Day Body would, piercing you, would day. you like to know why it is today if so, you can tell us in 30 so seconds yes today is the birthday of a man called Jim Ward which um, was is seen as the the grandfather of modern body piercing Jim Ward Jim Ward from okay. America yeah. All right. So it's his birthday. It's his birthday. Jim Ward's birthday. That's why we celebrate <laughs> International Body Piercing Day on the 28th of June. Thank you very much for that. And we'll be seeing you soon. We'll see what piercing we want to get. I mean, I'm going to have a midlife crisis soon. 50's coming. <laughs> it's happening. So we'll do that. Thanks very much. That's, Thank you. Uh, yeah, we've been chatting. Body piercing there. That's Conrad Feldman.